1: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt Podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy.
2: If you were one of the millions that tuned in on Sunday for the Super Bowl, you probably saw the Super Bowl ad "He Gets Us," which has created a lot of controversy, and and I think uh, it should because the entire focus of the ad was presenting a false Jesus and a false gospel to say that uh, he gets us and he understands. And uh, our good friend Steve Dace actually had an, a very amazing. Like 20-minute rant on this that we don't have time for today, um, but I would really encourage all of you uh, to listen to that. He posted it on uh, his Twitter feed, uh, Steve Dace, um, just yesterday, so you can go and listen to that. He was also on the show yesterday and, and briefly alluded to it. But basically, um, the He Gets Us ad is presenting just the compassionate, caring side of Christ and saying that he understands us where we're at and didn't present anything about turning from sin, uh, how the Lord saves us, anything about the truth of the gospel of Christ, and yet was the probably and possibly the only presentation of Christ to some that are lost and fallen that they will ever hear or see In this year. And so uh, Jamie Bambrick is a pastor in Ireland and said this on social media yesterday, the Christian Super Bowl ad they should have made. A group known as He Gets Us released an advertisement during the Super Bowl, which, whilst perhaps well-intentioned, failed to convey anything of the gospel to the hundreds of millions who saw it. Here's my take on what they should have done. Hashtag, he saves us. And if you go and watch this ad, and because we're on, on uh, radio, the the audio would not be nearly as impactful, but it goes on to show So many individuals that are former lifestyle uh, that that, that in their former lifestyle. So a former witch, a former uh, member of the KKK, a former transgender, a former, you know, every everything that you could possibly imagine of different lifestyles and sins, frankly, that that people are engaged in and former drug addict, former alcoholic And then saying at the end, Jesus saves us. He restores us. He gives us hope. This is all about the message of saying he did not leave us in our sins and our transgressions. He saves us. And it is just so brilliantly done and is so clear in terms of its presentation of the truth that God does not leave us in our sins, but he saves us. And so joining me now is that pastor, Jamie Bambrick. And Um, Sir, this was just such a great ad. Um, So explain your, I I guess, your motivation behind this for giving us this type of contrast to the He Gets Us ad.
1: Super, yeah. Thank you so much for having me on, Jen. I appreciate you uh, doing so and reaching out. And hopefully everybody can understand my accent (laughs) over there. Um, Yeah, my, my motivation was that it was a massive missed opportunity you know if you put millions of dollars into something i follow the nfl it's actually one of the, it's probably the main sport that i actually follow if you put millions of dollars into reaching uh, hundreds of millions of people then you should convey something that gets to the heart of the gospel now, i know there's limitations in trying to do that in 60 seconds but i felt i would argue Grieved over seeing that, you know, frustrated. And I think that is how a lot of uh, believing Christians felt about it, which was that all this did was almost stamp a a sort of Christ-shaped approval sticker over the actions and thoughts and mores of our day, as opposed to what the gospel is, which is that Jesus does not simply come to support us in our sin, but to save us from it. And so I was prayerfully actually just thinking about I, I run a YouTube channel uh, that's that's not a not a massive one it's, it's done okay but I was praying into uh, that, that I would get an idea I was thinking about doing something with regards to that and then a guy called Joshua Dawes who's a friend of mine uh, on Twitter or X and said um, would would someone consider making a good version of this a Christian version of this that actually proclaims uh, the gospel. And, and I, I just felt like it was a little bit of a, a sort of flash of inspiration. Uh, you could call it perhaps it was the leading of the Holy Spirit. I, I don't want him to, um, to take the blame for any mistakes I make. But nonetheless, I felt that there was something there that could have been shared. And the, the stories, I think, are so much more impactful because it shows what the gospel does. And hopefully, in a very brief way, explains a little bit of what the gospel is. Which Jesus saves us
2: from sin, and and this ad has now gone viral on social media. It's been uh, shared many, many times, and um, and hopefully is is getting to as wide of an audience, um, eventually, uh, and, as many people will see this on X, which is a huge worldwide platform, even then saw uh, the He Gets Us ad on the NFL uh, game. And wouldn't that be amazing? And and I think um, there, there's been some unfortunate, I, I think, embrace from some Christians who are saying, well, we shouldn't criticize the He Gets Us ad because at least it's trying to bring the name of Jesus into the NFL and into a hostile, secular marketplace. Uh, but but we need to make sure that it's the true Jesus and we're not presenting a false version when this, this really could be um, the only presentation of the picture of who Jesus is to some of these people who are watching. So how important is it to ensure that we, we do properly as Christians critique when these ads um, or any of these messages, whether it's an ad, it's, it's a sermon by a pastor or, you know, anything else, um, a book, a, an op-ed, when when all of these media are presenting a false version of Christ to a secular world.
1: Yeah, it's essential. I mean, I, I almost view this as not so much uh a direct critique uh, as a critique by contrast that's what i would argue that this was where i was very, i was showing what could have been done cuz my first thought was to maybe do like a response video um and and walk through it and people people have done that extremely well and done it better than i could do it but but i think that um yes th- there's 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 a way of doing a critique which also gets the message out there so it's i what well, you don't want is just the sort of echo chamber where well the, the Bible-believing Christians are only responding, we actually have a better message. Like the message that Jesus saves us from sin is a phenomenal message, and how that bears out in people's lives is an incredible truth. And so, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly believe that, yeah, we need to engage with these things, particularly where there are those key cultural moments, and there's perhaps, I view this as potentially also an attempt to bring um a left-wing ideology in towards a a Christian audience as well. So I don't know that this was just evangelism towards, uh, you know, unbelievers. I think it may well have actually been intended in part to shift the conversation leftwards within believing Christians. Um, And so you need to respond to that. But I think also part of the response is demonstrating that the true gospel is a better message.
2: So well said. I'm speaking with Pastor Jamie uh, Bambrick, who is in Ireland and the creator of this ad. Uh, he saves us. That is, as you said, a uh, very well, Jamie. By contrast to the He gets us ad. And and I want to follow up on something that you said that that I thought is so profound and so true, is that Christians should not just be responsive to the culture. We should be actively engaging with the truth of the gospel of Christ and the message that is. Is the only hope for a lost and sinful world, and I think, uh, uh, especially in the political world and in the social media world, and so uh, media at large, our our tendency is to just be responsive and to critique. Rather than creating our own content to engage a lot of these media platforms, um, even, even things like the entertainment world. Um, our friends at the Daily Wire do such a great job at saying, we're not just going to critique uh, the Disney company or, you know, some of these other places that are, that are putting out content that we don't want our kids to watch. We're going to create our own with a better message that is based on biblical truth and morality. And, and so I think for Christians, it is so important to use our gifts and talents and skill set to create content, uh, especially in this this high media prolific environment that that we all live in now that is spreading the message of truth and hope rather than just critiquing what is false so i mean we do need to critique what is false but we need to then say instead of that here is what the truth is and and so what kind of response have you seen uh from this video that that really has now gone viral
1: the response has been incredible. I mean, so, so prior to this, I had maybe two and a half thousand followers on Twitter or X and about five thousand subscribers, uh, plus a little bit perhaps on YouTube. So not a big platform by any means. And yeah, for as, as you said, one and a half million people have seen it on X further 190,000 nearly on YouTube and then apparently I don't I'm not even on Instagram in any meaningful sense but hundreds of thousands on there so I think there it has clearly resonated with people that this this is getting to you know it's not it's not a full gospel presentation we don't end up talking about you know the burial and the resurrection of Jesus in detail. It's very short and very simple. But it has been extraordinarily well received, given how widespread it's been as well. Because normally when you when something goes quite as big as that, you get a lot of people who disagree pushing back. But instead, I mean, obviously I couldn't read all of the, the comments and the qu- tweets and so on. But uh, from everything I've seen, it's been extremely well received, which I think is important for Christians to recognise broadly that um, the true gospel has power, it has the ability to resonate with the human heart. And uh, yes, there can be a degree of opposition. Yes, you will come under fire for uh, preaching and proclaiming that in whatever way. It will also reach people. God works through it to genuinely reach people. And actually, I think there is a spiritual hunger. In the Western world, where people to boldly proclaim the true gospel, the true message of Jesus, and I think if the church does so, does so well, does so unashamedly, does so confidently, um, I absolutely believe we can we can reach. Uh, I mean, as as we've seen, millions of people with something that, if I'm honest, it took me about one hour to make. <laughs> it was not it was not a particularly challenging piece of content, and I didn't think it would really go. I didn't think it would get anywhere near where it went. But it's just surprising what God can do with that. So yeah, I would absolutely encourage people to um, to to have confidence in the power of the gospel.
2: It is. It's so simple. It's so profound, and it is so hopeful. And the only thing. That uh, that is our hope for eternity, and that is the power of the gospel. And so, uh, Jamie Bambrick, who and you can see this ad for anyone who hasn't yet. You can go to at j underscore Bambrick b a m b r i c k on uh, x, formerly known as Twitter. And uh, this is one of the top uh, uh, tweets or posts that Jamie has. And uh, this is an ad that's just a minute long. And and instead of saying Jesus doesn't just get us, he saves us. And and that's the clear message here. And And I think you are so right, Jamie, that we need to have as Christians confidence in the truth of the gospel and the power of the Holy Spirit that he is still working to change hearts and minds and is still in the business of saving. and And so often, I think we get so caught up in politics, in the culture, in everything going on in our daily lives, that we forget that simplicity and we forget that the, the Great Commission is ultimately what our calling is to be missionaries to a lost and fallen world. We have a mission to spread the truth of the gospel of Christ. And so I would love to see uh, a and, and I responded on on your uh, on your post yesterday that I would love to see this ad uh, be funded to be on for the next Super Bowl. So we have a year. And so, you know, I, I don't know if you're, you're interested in starting like a GoFundMe campaign or something, I would donate because I would love to see something like this or this particular ad um, to be on the NFL channels and, and to go viral to reach people with a truthful message that Jesus saves. So um, any thoughts about that?
1: Uh, it's probably something that's outside of my wheelhouse, you know, I'm not, I'm not even based in America. So if, if there is a company out there that wants to take that idea and run with it and do it in a way that gets all the, the music rights and all of that, that, that uh, you require me. I didn't monetize this because, you know, I don't have I don't the rights to the stuff. Um, I would be I am totally happy for people to take that idea and run with it I'm probably not the guy to to do it hopefully maybe it's been a spark of inspiration but uh, if there's anyone listening or if you know anybody yourself who would like to do that go for it like I think I think it could absolutely have a much greater impact than the he gets us campaign so definitely worth doing
2: Absolutely. Well, thank you for producing this, for sharing it. And it has gone viral. Um, I'm, I'm looking, it has 1.6 million views already just in the last 22 hours since it's been posted. So uh, Jamie Bambrick, thank you for a very clear message of the truth of the gospel of Christ. So you can go to at J underscore Bambrick and you can see uh, this ad hashtag. He saves us.
1: Thanks for listening to the town hall review. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today send them to our website, townhallreview.com. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Thank you for joining us.
0: Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.